0: So just to
1: be sure, Jesse, are we going to actually edit stuff out that's not meant to be on the show this week?
0: Shut up, Paul.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We've missed you. Um, Me and Jesse have been having a whirlwind week, even though I took some time off, Jesse. Yeah. It doesn't feel like I've taken any time off. (laughs) Um, I had a really nice time. It was lovely. Doesn't feel like anything stopped.
0: No, the trouble is, is that if you have, because you had a relatively short break, I feel like if you don't, if you just have a few days, then all that does is build up several days' worth of work for you to deal with when you get back. Whereas if you have a few weeks, you only have a couple, few days' worth of work build up because anything that wasn't that important goes away anyway.
1: So what you're saying is in my main business, where I help people with security stuff, I should just hide for a few weeks? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Should we maybe employ someone to do admin first?
0: (laughs) I think, irrespective, you need someone for admin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my word. Welcome back, everyone. I'm, uh, me and Jesse haven't seen each other enough in the last
0: week and a half. We've barely spoken to each other for about three or four weeks now. It's so, been, so been a weird gonna... few weeks.
1: It really has. And then, and then I mean, we actually went out and did some exercise stuff. Did we? Oh, we hit some balls off of a big
0: platform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking tennis, no, badminton, no, that that that's not balls. I love you a person
1: with me and you can't remember us going out. That's right. amazing. Yeah,
0: I seem to remember I invited you.
1: <laughs> it, all right, I'll, hold on, I'll reword it, see if you remember it better. We went and had a cup of tea while other people were being good at golf.
0: <laughs> that is more memorable to me. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. The tea was pretty good. Yeah. um what the we're warbling already we haven't even started the show (laughs) hello everyone this is newton's nuggets welcome back to the show um weird weird couple of weeks awesome couple of weeks and the next week is just going to get weirder thank you so much for being here today's show and i'm not going to mess about on getting into the show on this one because i I really want to just go and listen to this one Today's show is with a young lady called Kimber Cooper, who is just amazing. I mean, her knowledge of marketing and digital assets and how to... Uh, she's going to talk about gamification, and I want you to listen to it. Because I honestly believe that inside almost every single one of us, there is a gamer of some type, and I think this could help your business massively. Okay? Jesse, I'm going to look at you and see if you do that weird nod where you want to say anything.
0: Oh, just just that, um this people who have listened from the beginning of the show will have heard me moaning on about rubbish people who do training and things, and we've talked about what like proper experts and things like that before. i I have paid for Kimber's training in the past because she is really good and really knowledgeable about what she does. Bearing in mind, I do marketing and I paid Kimber to help me with marketing stuff. Um, so, really listen, take on board what she says. Literally, this was such an interesting um, interview. Go and have fun, enjoy it. And actually, this interview for you must have been a bit weird because you know me well, you know Kimber well. Yeah.
1: And you know that the two of us have never really properly sat down and chatted. Yeah. So the first time that me and, and Kimber have ever had a proper chat, we've recorded it for you guys.
0: Yeah. I, and I stuck myself on mute and stared at the two of
1: you. <laughs> Indeed. And you sent me some abusive messages that you know, while we were doing it. So, yeah. proud of you. Yeah. Of
0: you. How is that hair, Caressa?
1: Shut Sharp, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gents, um, I, I'm, I, I'm not even sure if we've got an advert. I'm so busy this week. Um, we can put that one in there. We did. A little. Okay. Right. Over to the interview. Newton's Hello, everybody. Just wanted to remind you that me and Jesse have got a Patreon account now. And if you join on the Patreon account, you could go for the cheapest one possible. You get all of the extra interviews that Jesse does. Now, this is a shared box of nuggets. They're not available anywhere else, you know, unless we drop them accidentally. But you can go in, grab yourself some extra nuggets from all of our guests. Just join Patreon. You get them at any membership level. Newton's Nuggets. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining in. You know I love you lots of bits, and every time you come in, every time you give us any feedback, it really means the world to me. Now, I'm going to be honest today. I, the lady that we've got on today, I never expected her to want to be on our little podcast, okay? I don't know what the hell is going on, but I like it, okay? This lady is uh, – I'm I'm going to say your name is Kimba Cooper. I'm not going to announce anything else on that because she might tell me off. Um, and right, I've been following and I've known of Kimba for quite a few years. She impressed me with her knowledge of digital and her knowledge of Instagram and her caring about people getting social right out there on the Internet. That when Jesse turned around and said, "Paul, well, Kimber can come on the show. I got a little bit fanboyish and excited. So, ladies and gents, this is the amazing Kimba Cooper. Kimba, do you want to say hello to everyone?
2: Oh, hi. Thank you. That was an amazing introduction. Thank you. I'm a little bit emotional. That was, uh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, well, first of all, I apologise. And secondly, it's all true. So tough. Oh. Um, I love what you do, mate. I Honestly, the amount of times I see you giving away information for free to help people, and then... You you're now coming on this podcast basically to help a load of small businesses that you may never meet. I think that's awesome. So thank you very much for being it. Ah,
2: well, that's part of the joy of doing what we do, isn't it? That we can help lots of people.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Getting things out there in video and in audio format that they can listen to and watch in when they're comfortable to do so. I think we're helping a lot of businesses without us being there all the time. Um right so i'm going to ask you the first question that we did warn you about and this is the question i ask everyone as soon as we start the interviews kimber could you please tell everyone who you are what you do and why they should listen to me and you chatting for half an hour
2: yeah sure okay so um hi everyone i'm kimber and i'm now cooper martin recently married so slightly new change congratulations um so i am now a gamification consultant so when you in my world I was teaching about Instagram we can talk about that a bit more in a bit but um, I think the best thing to do is just explain what gamification is because 99.99% of the people I come across don't know what it is they have no clue so it's one of those terms that is understood differently by different people um, and gets slightly different reactions from different people and even the gamification specialists that I've come across in books and podcasts and all that they all have different definitions for it so I'll give you my Submarine, hopefully that will help. So everyone's played a game from conkers to cricket, from chess to tiddlywinks, a sport, a board game, a video game, maybe you're into Wordle, and been unable to stop playing because they can't get enough of it. They're enjoying it so much. They want to beat their opponent. They want to get to the next level. They want to get that next badge, whatever it is. So what I do is I take those things that make those games so compelling, so motivating, and put them into non-game settings. So my specialisms are in things that I have done well in the past. So social media, uh, memberships, online courses, and uh, online launches. So things like challenges and affiliate launches. So I take all of those little tools and psychological things and elements that are in games, take them out and put them into things for businesses so that they can get better results for them and their customers. Does that make sense?
1: It does. It does. And I I kind of wanted to talk about the gamification stuff massively because you've even made me look at it differently. Okay. Just with doing a bit of research for the show and from your description there. Um, Jesse knows this because I've chatted with Jesse about this. I always looked at gamification as a solo player. I always saw it as I'm trying to level up me and my business. Mm -hmm. So... Every time if I'm talking about Paul Newton, the speaker for mental theft and I'm out doing talks and every time I get on a bigger stage, there would be photos or video. And I would see those little assets as things that level me up. And that's how I've kind of played the business game since I was a kid. Okay, because you're right. I'm addicted to gaming and I love it. Mm -hmm. However, what you made me realize is that maybe my customers want to play too mm-hmm. and that that messed my head up you've got some great examples on your website and uh one that really hit me in the face was the nike example oh, yeah. sorry, Nike or nike however you say it yeah, yeah and i just thought that's brilliant you're right where they've got an application out there that people can download for free and get people to play along with each other they're then using their kit more, which means it's going to wear out quicker, which means they've got to buy faster. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's genius. I mean, that, that's
2: a great example. It's a great example of the win-win as well. So when I talk about gamification, I talk about doing it so that you win, but your customers win as well. So in the yeah. Nike Plus example, or Nike Plus, however you want to say it, I say Nike, um, they – and you could apply this – this is applicable to any fitness app. Like most fitness apps have gamification built in now. So night plus is one example, but run zombies run or couch to 5k. They all have gamification built in and they do this so that one people, like you say, have to buy kit more quickly. So they make more money. And then two, they collect loads of data and loads of really useful information that helps them to create more targeted campaigns. So they make more money, but for their customers, their customers get fit, which is what they want. So everybody wins. And yeah, you see this everywhere now. Like it's, it is literally everywhere. And you can do you can use gamification to help yourself or others to achieve things that would ordinarily be maybe boring or dull or difficult to stay consistent with. And um, I love the fact that you said that you were playing the business game because that's the name of my free Facebook group that I haven't
1: opened no yet. No way. Is it really?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: That's it. Paul Newton, mind reader. I'm off. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> But that's awesome. Though. OK, and, and another thing that kind of shot into my head was a lesson I got taught when I was quite a lot younger than I am now, um, is that people want to be part of a community or a team. Mm-hmm. And just the Nike example again, surely that creates community feel, doesn't it?
2: It does. Yeah. So a big part of gamification is social relatedness. Like, of course, there are games you can play on, the, on your own. You know, Solitaire has been around forever and it works really well. But there is a big proportion of the population that is motivated by and works better when they're in teams, when they're working together towards a shared aim, when they're being held accountable by other people, when they feel like if I don't do X, Y and Z, this person's going to be let down. You're much more likely to go to the gym if you're going at the same time every week with a friend than you are if you go on your own. For most people, there's a proportion of the uh, population that will go anyway. Yeah. You know, like I'm what's known as an achiever. So I do things because I've decided I want to do them. I don't need outer accountability in order to achieve things. But that's a rare personality type. Most people need that outer accountability.
1: Yeah. You've just kind of slapped me in the face again because you've just right. My own fitness level is not the best at the moment we'll just put it that way and walk away from that for a bit but then you're right if i've agreed with jesse or one of my other buddies that we're going to play a badminton game and we book a court together Mm -hmm. there's no way i'm missing that Mm -hmm. because it's my mate i'm not going to let my friend down all of a sudden that's a team of two or a team of four people and we're not letting each other down and we're helping each other and we're both (sighs) Oh well, there's something in this gamification thing it, it's so fascinating it's just
2: it's just very interesting the whole concept of that because people assume gamification games i have to turn things into a game i have to make this like three dimensional world and have developers in and have these avatars but actually gamification is a mixture of things like psychology human behavior marketing learning development it's it's taking all of these little things from all different industries and and uh expertise and putting them in to your project to make you get better results so it doesn't have to be huge it can be as simple as like you say just agreeing with your friends that you'll meet up it's about knowing what motivates you or your audience and using that to get better results it doesn't need to be really difficult it doesn't need to be complicated it
1: doesn't need to involve lots of money (laughs) it can't be free and and also I don't I'm going to be careful here because I know right uh, when I'm on stage I manipulate people and processes and I mess with people's heads purposely to get an end result and so many people panic when I start admitting that I'm manipulating things Mm -hmm. because they see that as a dark horrible scary word okay Mm -hmm. But the fact is, if you can come up with a win-win situation for you and your clients, then surely it's good for everybody.
2: It's very interesting that you use the word manipulation. That's something that quite a few people are concerned about when I start talking about this because they're like, oh, you're getting into people's heads, you're you're motivating them, but that means you could manipulate them into doing things they don't want to do. Which is why so I talk about ethical gamification and talk about nice. consent so you know if you're building a big project it's really important to be like okay some people really like competition some people love leaderboards but for some people that is the most motivating being, thing in the world it makes them feel like they're going to get to pick last for the sports team again like they don't want to be involved in that at all so you need to build these things in and ask people to opt in or opt out of the things that are right for them there are some things that are naturally going to have cons- consent built in anyway so if I'm running a free challenge People are giving consent for me to, in in air quotes, manipulate them into doing achieving better results in there by simply signing up, but it's free. They can leave at any time. If somebody's joining a course with me, they know because what I do, that it's going to be gamified. But there are elements within it that they can opt out of if they're not finding it enjoyable. And that's really, really important because you could, of course, you could manipulate people using these skills. Like you can with any, any basic knowledge of psychology, of course you could. But people aren't stupid. Like they can see it from a mile off. They can see you trying to manipulate them. They can see you trying to do this to meet your own goals and they are going to sidestep it. They're going to swerve it and they're going to not consider you to be an authentic person. Like it's not. <sighs> people aren't stupid, basically. So I would say, you know, unless you're really trying to manipulate somebody, you not, it's not going to happen. And, you know, yeah. the consent's the biggie.
1: It's that trust thing, isn't it? If I lose trust with a supplier for any reason, then everything else doesn't matter. I don't care if you're the cheapest. I don't care if you're the fastest delivery. If I've lost trust in you, I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. As soon as they start seeing, hold on, this game being we're being played on is only for the benefit of the person selling to me. Then all of a sudden, I'm I'm wary. I'm thinking more. I'm I'm now looking out for other people that can help me with this. So yeah, I think the trust thing is massive, especially when you're playing a game together. Mm-hmm. I just I, I love this idea, Kimber. Okay, so how did you get to here? I mean, I, I've hinted that I I I was in your Instagram group. I did one of your five days, um, but how did basically you were the queen of Instagram okay you you know it all you absolutely kicked backside on it how did you get to there to then become the queen of instagram to then decide actually i'm going to move on to this gamification thing that's going to confuse a lot of people okay so this is multifaceted and i hope we've got a bit of time because it's
2: like a few different
1: Go for
2: it, few, I've got two. A few, a few different journeys that have led me to this moment. So um, my other half said to me at one point, you don't exercise unless you set yourself a challenge. And I was like, no, I don't, that's nonsense. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, he's right. I only run if I've signed up for a half marathon. I only, um, I'll only do press-ups if I set myself a 31-day press-up challenge. I like, that's how my brain works. And the more I looked into it, the more I realised I was doing it in my business already. I was doing it in lots of areas of my personal life to get me to achieve better results. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's onto something here. Now, in terms of my personal life, I was using the gamification for my main hobby, which I am a semi professional hula hooper in my spare time. <laughs> Which everybody always goes, what?
1: Is, um, <laughs> see, I knew that about you, but that is just one of those things that still makes me go, that's amazing.
2: Thank you. Um, I say semi-professional because I have done a couple of paid gigs. Um, I perform at Pride with my friends every year and, you know, I do that kind of stuff. But it's not, I do it for fun. I do it I do it because I enjoy it. Now, um, I am also sponsored by a hula hoop company in America. And I used gamification as well as my social media skills to outsell the other sponsored Hoopers by 10 times. Now, I didn't realise it was called gamification then. It's just what I was doing, okay? It was just something that had come natural to me. So what we did was we... um, in hula hooping when you're practicing quite often it is tiring it is exhausting when you're trying to get a trick that you've been trying to get for three weeks or three months or three years and you hit yourself in the face and like whoa it's infuriating so we play games to keep ourselves motivated and one of the games we play is called stop drop and spin so we video ourselves hula hooping pop it up on instagram and then tag two people to stop drop and spin so it's stop where you are drop what you're doing spin your hoop that's the idea of the game you video it you put it on insta You tag two other people to get involved and you thank the person who tagged you. So it's kind of exponential. Everybody tags two more people. And I was just doing it for fun. I was doing it to meet people. I was doing it to practice. I was doing it to, you know, know, have a little bit of fun. And then I realised this could make me some money if I'm smart about this. So um, I would start to batch content create. So I would spend an evening hula hooping. I'd change outfits, I'd change location, I'd change my hula hoop. Um, And before that batch session, I would post in one of the big hula hoop communities. So there's one that's got over 20,000 people in it. And I would say, I'm gonna play Stop, Drop and Spin tonight. Do you wanna play? And then this is the important part. If you wanna play, follow me on Instagram and then drop your handles below and that night i would post little snippets like back then on instagram you could only post 15 second videos yeah so i would post hundreds of these 15 second videos and i would tag two different people from my post earlier on each one i would increase my following loads on those nights and i would make sales because people would be like oh what hula hoop is that what's it made out of what size is it who made it so i was making friends i was having a blast i was training And I was making money all at once. And this is before I even knew what gamification was. Like this, this was um, years ago. So, (laughs) you know, a long time ago. Um, And at the same time as this was all happening, I was also working in marketing. So I I had a a decade or so in marketing doing all sorts of different marketing for like private public sector charity organisations. And then I started my business and I was doing gamification kind of accidentally within all of the things that I was doing anyway. So I was accidentally dropping it into, you know, working with my team internally. And then, um, as you mentioned, I ended up working Instagram. So the timeline for that, because it's a bit confusing for people, I think, is I got sacked and I didn't have a job. And so I saw a VA agency on Twitter and thought, that looks interesting. So I started working for them for a bit and at the same time started growing my business, which was what happens to everyone when you start a business. I would do anything for anyone who would give me some money within reason. So
1: (laughs) that sounds sounds much ruse than it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done some dodgy gigs. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. And and I'm going to walk on from that.
2: That's what you do when you start a business. But over time, I niched down into things that made sense. So we were a digital agency and then we became just a social media agency. And then we just did Instagram training. And uh, Instagram is just endless like since the Facebook buyout it has become faster and evolves quicker and the way that Instagram works is that they will say to one like their team if any of their team has an idea for a new feature they'll go yeah sure here go and try it with a thousand users so they'll try it with a thousand users and then if that works they'll try it with a hundred thousand users I'm making these numbers up then they'll try it with the entire country, et cetera, et cetera. They might have hundreds of these tests going on at any one time. So I would have people coming to me with features that I'd never even heard of. How do I use this to make sales? Like, I don't know. I don't have it on either of my phones. Like I bought a second phone so I could show people Instagram on, on iPhone and Android. It was all happening so rapidly and it was really quite impossible to keep on top of. And although everything I taught back then still works on Instagram now because it's basic marketing. Like I wasn't teaching anything that was crazy. The features were updating so fast that I wasn't able to keep up. And it was getting to a point where it was like, do you know what? I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'm finding it really difficult to keep on top of the demands of people. And whilst, like I said, everything I'm, I taught still works, like mm-hmm. basic, find the right person, talk to them, <laughs> engage with them, sell to them. Simple, right? It's really simple. Um. But I was like, oh, you know, can I keep doing this forever? What is the point of me running my own business if I'm not enjoying it? And then, yeah, when my other half said about, you know, you only exercise if you if you make a game out of it or if you challenge yourself. I was like, oh, there's got to be something to this. And then I started looking into it. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't I don't know anyone else doing this. And I remembered the term gamification from a marketing conference like a decade ago. Yeah. Like this is a thing so I started reading everything I could find about it listening to all of the things I could find about it I've got so many books around me that I still haven't got to on gamification but what I found was that seems to be two main types of gamification people academics so people who lecture on the subject or um or come from academia so they have lots of academic jargon it's quite difficult to read those books um for me might not be for other people but you know or gamers or ex-gamers who have their own set of jargon and stuff going on. So I'm kind of in the middle. So my kind of thing here is I want to be able to explain it to people who aren't at the academics and they're not, or they don't consider themselves to be gamers. Most people are, but they don't call themselves that. So yeah, here endeth my TED talk on how I got to this point in my life.
1: Mate, I like that. So basically you've taken a subject that some people make really impossible to understand and you're doing it in a real world language.
2: That's what I'm hoping for,
1: yeah. How dare you make it easier for all <laughs> of us to understand? <laughs> hey, just, and do you know what? You touched on something else there. Um, when when I did your Instagram five day thing, mm-hmm. I remember being at Jesse's house and chatting with Jesse and I said, mate, I love that you got me onto this. I love that you you but he basically slapped me and made me join it. Okay. He's a good edge. Yeah, he's he's a good lad. We like Jesse. Um, But he was brilliant at it. And I said to him, this isn't Instagram. And he went, I know. I said, this is everything. And he went, I know. And I was like, this is teaching people how to market properly to their perfect customer. And he went, I know. (laughs) And you're right. When you were just talking then about the stuff you taught on Insta, yes, it still works. It really does. Mm -hmm. But I so agree with you. You should not stay just in Instagram because the stuff you was teaching me. Yes, I know. And you're right. Again, you said some of it was basic marketing. Yeah, it was. But the amount of people I saw in that one group who were having trouble even believing they had a perfect customer. Mm-hmm.
2: It just oh, yes. it
1: blew It was like mind. the
2: bait of my existence for two years.
1: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I can remember you and your, you had a team of people helping you with it. So many times you'd respond with almost the same answer going, but how is that your perfect client? Describe your perfect client to me. Oh, I can't do that because... No, 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 just describe them. Come on, you've you've got one. Pick one. Pick your favouritest ever client and describe them. And you'd still have people going, no, I want to sell to anyone in the financial markets.
2: Well, even that is more specific than some people. I just want to sell to anyone. Do you mean you want to sell to anyone? not everyone's gonna like you I'm sorry to break it to you but not everybody is gonna like you not everyone's gonna like what you're selling not everyone needs what you're selling like I mean I mean I could definitely rant on this one for a while one of my sayings by the end of it was just pick one and and by the end of one of those challenges I did have a big sign on the wall that just said pick one and whenever pick the same questions would come up over and over again I'd just be like here is the sign
1: <laughs> you could literally just go there it is yeah there you go
2: just Any like, other question? oh my gosh people ask me what I do for a living and uh I just say I talk crap for a living that's what I do my job is just saying the same thing over and over and over again like that's what I do and people pay me for it it's insane
1: I love that though I honestly I swear to I don't know if you believe in God I don't very much but I swear to whichever God you believe in I turned around to Jessie and said seriously if I see one member of her team having to explain to describe your perfect customer again i'm gonna hit something and then it yeah, went jesse's about
2: to do it about a million times so jesse's on like jesse's up to do it himself
1: but it's a, right okay i'm i am going to delve into this a bit further because i think this is a massive part of any company you need to understand who you want to sell to yeah it's basics
2: it, it is really basic it's and it's hard for people because they are worried about exclusion. They're worried they're going to exclude people. They're going to put people off. And you might put some people off, but, you know, it's you're not picking somebody in order to say, I will only say to this person, you can have my product or service. You're picking that person to make it easier for you to write your marketing messaging. Yes. You know I, I used to say, so my my dream customer for the Instagram stuff was Hannah. So female, identified as female, thirty-five, you know all these things. But did it put put men off from working for me? No, because I never put in my marketing that I'm looking to work with only women. Because I'm not. That's not who I am. Like, it's just that on the whole, those people are the ones that tend to work with me. I have about about twenty five percent male. In my audience,
1: and All right. you know what? Right, I'm. I'm gonna. So, uh, someone else who's been on the show said something to me that I loved years ago. Mr. Ian Dixon, he's a business coach down near me. Um, I, I think you're connected to him as well. Not hundred percent sure, but I think you are. Um, he said something to me quite a few years ago. He said, "Look, Paul, you can niche your marketing, but you don't have the niche your offering." Mm-hmm. And I remember going, "Ah, oh, that's genius." a really good point so you're agreeing with that you can aim at exactly what you want but that doesn't mean you're not going to sell to mike who's aged 45 and got beard because he's uh, stood there going can i buy please yeah exactly i uh, love that right
2: (laughs) the other example though is that by not niching you could be missing out on opportunities so by, by not picking a specific customer you could be missing out on opportunities so I you know like when we were booking things for our wedding recently I was looking for suppliers that could offer plant-based options because that's something that's important to me I was looking for suppliers who could provide things that were eco-friendly because that's something that's important to me so if you're just a general I don't know cake maker we didn't have a cake but let's say you're just a general cake maker you will provide offerings to anybody not interested like if you just happen to be able to do plant-based stuff well that's great but that's not your specialism so like if instead you are niching into one area of like i work in a plant-based eco way i'm much more likely to buy from you so you could be missing out on those people who think you're too yeah, general. You couldn't good. possibly understand
1: what they it does make sense because if you as the potential customer are searching for specific things I'm not going to even come up in that search because I haven't used those words in not any of my messaging. offering. Mm-hmm. I like that.
2: It's tr- it's true. And actually, the exact example of that being true is with the person who did my hair. I really struggled. And this, this is a very niche problem. So most of the audience will probably be like, what are you talking about? most hairdressers aren't trained to deal with curly hair they're just not it's not part of the normal hairdressing thing
1: i'll I'll be honest kimber it's been a while i didn't
2: i i I, I said most people in the audience that's i I didn't mention you you guys i didn't (laughs) call you out (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
2: so yeah i was looking for somebody to do mine and my mum who also has curly hair and like a few of my the girls in my crew in the mornings and i really struggled because Nobody was talking about it in their messaging. Nobody had it on their websites. Nobody had it in. And even when I asked for examples, they didn't have photos. There was, whereas all I would need is one person within an hour's drive who that was their specialism. I would have bought them straight away. I would have paid them pretty much anything they wanted.
1: And, and, and do you know what? This is another point. Price point changes when you're the expert in something. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, Okay, so I've become known as the, the mind reader that steals passwords and pin numbers and, and wrecks people's security. And and I like that. I enjoy that. But I now, um, I'm not playing the same game as all the other jobbing magicians out there. I'm not even fighting with them for gigs because I, I if somebody emails me now about a gig, it's because they want me. And this is something else with the whole gamification thing of getting the right people to play the game that you want to play. I like this a lot. So, where do we, all right, are you doing like, uh, no, I nearly put you into a funnel then that might have created issues. How do people start working with Kimber in a way that won't scare them?
2: in a way that what sorry
1: that won't scare them they're not going to think they've got to spend thousands of pounds on this they're not going to be worried about contacting you i'm is there a, oh, a quick to quickest,
2: quickest easiest way follow me on instagram we're at kimber digital i put stuff out there all the time or um we've got a free quiz which is the um, and it doesn't really matter what you're interested in. So um, if you are interested in, you know, improving engagement on your social media, or if you have uh, a membership that, you, that you'd that you like to reduce attrition on, or if you have an online course or um, do affiliate launches or free challenges, this quiz will ask you a series of multiple choice questions. And at the end it will kind of spit out a PDF with tips based on what you've picked. So it's a gamified lead magnet for me. So I will get your email address at the end, but you get all of these tips and then you get onto my email list so you get to hear all of my silly stories and tips and tricks and all of that kind of stuff as well as anything that's coming up so if you're like i'm interested in coming into your world but i don't want to commit just yet that's probably the easiest thing to do the quiz is free it takes less than three minutes so
1: yeah that's what i think right i i've got a bit of a bugbear with email lists okay? Oh, okay i get so many people who go i don't want to do that because then i'll end up on his email list mm-hmm. and i'm like you know there's an unsubscribe button right
2: yeah Um, we also give people the opportunity to unsubscribe if we're launching a specific thing so if we're talking about a course and they're like this course isn't for me we do temporary unsubscribe so you can come back after we've finished talking about that
1: thing as well genius so people can get free stuff from you take a quiz that will help them you will then send them more free stuff that they can decide if they want to hear about that subject or not And just switch off that subject. And so far, I haven't paid you a penny.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you can pay me lots of money if you want to. (laughs) There are ways to do that, but there's lots of free stuff. And the Facebook group that we briefly mentioned earlier, the business game, it's not open yet, but it is going to be a group for business people who want to learn about gamification. The reason we haven't opened it yet is because when we open it, it's going to be fully gamified, of course. It's not going to be like other business groups where you get like, monday motivation tuesday tips or whatever it's going to be you come in and you find out what you need to do based on who you are and what you're interested in and then you go on a path throughout that group depending on that thing so even if you're just like oh that sounds interesting i want to see how that's going to work definitely worth requesting to join so that when we do open you're ready to go but that'll be free as well
1: so kimber just to make sure if you had two friends that ran a podcast and you know wanted you to be on their show and then they might be interested in joining this group what, what would they have to do yeah,
2: i'll just go to facebook and type in the business game and find it click request to join
1: excuse me while i just make a quick note got it you might see some dodgy bloke in a trollby appearing in this um mate that's awesome and something else that you kind of hit me in the face with while we were chatting um you said that you only do certain exercises when you have a goal in mind yeah, And I've just realised that I was actually at my fittest level when I did a certain thing for a charity that I really believed in. Mm-hmm. And and I did that thing about four years ago, and it went downhill after that. So uh,
2: Time to sign up for something new, it sounds
1: like. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's time for me to have a look and see if there's a, something that will get me interested enough to make it happen again. So... Do you know what, Kimba, if that's the only thing that that I can offer, that's thank you so much, mate, that you've kind of given me a kick up the backside again. I want to know what you're going to pick
2: now, so you have to let me know.
1: Yeah, and it'll, knowing me, it'll be helping something to do with kids or it'll be helping some cancer charity because my mum got taken by a horrible cancer Mm -hmm. and I think there's far too many kids in this world that need help and they don't get it. So it'll it'll be one of those two. Um, Kimber, if it's all right with you, I'm going to ask you the last question that I've warned you I'm going to ask you, okay? Sure. This whole show started because I used to do little five-minute videos and called it Newton's Nuggets because I'd give a nugget of information to try and help business owners. Mm -hmm. It then turned into the interview base because of the pandemic, and I've asked every single guest for their one nugget of information that they want everyone to walk away with. So Kimber, what is your one nugget for everybody today?
2: I think that this is applicable to everybody no matter what business you run um, and that is no matter what you're doing consider the two whys so the first why is why am I doing it like what is my actual business objective what am I hoping to get out of this lots of people come to me and they'll say Kimber, I want you to make my membership fun or I want you to make my course fun and that's great it's great as an outcome but it's not an objective an objective is getting more traffic to my website or getting more people to the end of the course or whatever so why am I doing this thing is the first why. And the second thing is, why should they care? Like, you know why you're doing it, but why should your audience care? There's so much going on on social media, for example. Why should they share your post if you ask them to? Why should they tag somebody? Like, why should they do these things? If you're scrolling through social media, what's going to make you take that action? And it's the same for everything that you're doing. Why should that other person care enough to get involved? If you can't answer that, you need to rethink it. 100% and this is what we talk about in terms of gamification but it is applicable to anything in marketing and anything in business that you do those two whys are crucial and are a basic but they are so often
1: overlooked but you're right they're so important so important
2: people aren't going to take action if they if there's no reason to you need to give them a concrete reason to do something You need to make it so enticing that they can't help but do it. If you're not getting engagement on your posts, if people aren't completing your course, if they're not showing up live to things, if they're not buying your products, you're not giving them a big enough reason why.
1: Yeah. If I do a TikTok saying, do me a favor, share this. Why? Why? Why should they even care?
2: Why? What's in it for them? Yeah. The way I've just asked
1: that is very, very selfish. It's only going to help me. It's not going to help you at all. Mm Mm-hmm mate that's kimber thank you
2: thanks
1: for having me right i'm gonna wrap the show up there um this has been absolutely awesome i've got loads of nuggets of information from you seriously kimber thank you so much for spending some time with us this evening it's been brilliant um ladies and gents this is kimber she's awesome and go and look at her stuff kimber do you want to say goodbye to everyone
2: thank you so much everyone it's been lovely and yeah i uh, hope hope see you around the interwebs world we'll see you i'm sure getting involved with this and oh if you see any gamification examples in your day-to-day life if you give this stuff a go let me know because i love hearing about it feel free to message me on instagram or whatever you want and just tell me like i've done this thing it worked it will make my day
1: do you know what right you've heard what kimber's been talking about i'm going to ask all of you lot a favor if you see any examples of gamification can you please share it tag kimber tag me and i will put you into a draw and you'll win us something from the newton's nuggets household okay because if we blast kimber with a load of stuff that would just make me so happy i would find it so funny Kimber mate, thank you so much. Ladies and gents, we're now gonna to go to a quick break and then we're gonna go back to me and Jesse talking about Kimber behind her back and she won't get to hear it until the show goes out. We'll see you in a bit. Nuggets. Oh yeah, we're back. Hello everyone. There you go. Right. That was another foot. Awful... Oh, Jesse's laughing at me already because I'm messed up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm not gonna cut it out. I know. I Last know, time right. I didn't even cut out. A bit that wasn't supposed to be in there.
1: You didn't cut out most of our background chat. That was amazing. <laughs> and can I just say thank you, Tony Edwards, for every time that you check our work. Yeah, appreciate it. We it?
0: genuinely appreciate it. <laughs>
1: we really did He pulled us out of so many dodgy spots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway,
1: um, at least that one you didn't have to pull the show and re-edit it or anything. No, there was.
0: was yeah. We didn't say anything too bad.
1: No, we're all right. No, I nearly said really bad things, and you would have had to edit. Yeah. So let's get our heads straight again. Kimber Cooper, digital marketing, gamification, Instagram, basic marketing ideas, um, figuring out who your perfect client is, working out possibly your niche and how to market towards that. Oh, my word, Jesse, there was so much information in that show.
0: Yeah, there was a lot.
1: There really was, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think the interview lasted about forty minutes, but we went through so much. And then when we did cut the show, she then apologised for waffling, and I was like, "What
0: do you want to?" Honestly, the pages of notes, I, I I'm, <coughs> I'm going to struggle to read through it, um, during this yeah. bit, I, because there was so many bits in there that I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," and that's interesting. And bear in mind, I, I've I've worked with Kimber before. I know, you know, I know her history and things. So, but there were so many interesting things in there,
1: mate. And the fact that she's she openly admitted that she's pretty much built these businesses from her love of hula hooping.
0: Yeah. Well, what's interesting? What this is where I was talking about, like experts and things. Whereas Kimber... Kimber's knowledge of marketing concepts and and how to apply them is excellent. Um, and the reason why that, because I joined her Instagram course, was because she has put into practice proper marketing techniques to make Instagram successful for businesses. Yeah. And I learned an awful lot about how to approach that with the Instagram platform. But actually, those skills are very transferable to other platforms, our like understanding, because they are marketing. What I love with what Kimba's doing now is taking another really important concept, something that people, like she says, we we do a lot of these things in marketing already. But she's showing people how to actually apply... The idea of gamification into something that you can actually use in your business which is really 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 important and if you want some examples of that head over to our patreon and watch the patreon bit when that goes out which will be in a few weeks basically probably
1: well yeah yeah and and actually that is a good point the questions that you asked her after our interview which we drop into the patreon stuff you came up some really good questions and the examples that she came up with were lovely.
0: Yeah. Um, Because it's a big word. People assume it's going to be complicated, but actually some of it was really simple and you can just go and apply.
1: And I was quite happy with how she dealt with the way I saw gamification. And she went, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I agree. And and you've been doing
0: this, isn't it? I think that's a lot of the thing that she's been dealing with from a marketing perspective is different people either don't know what it is or have a very specific bit of it that they know as gamification but don't necessarily understand that it's quite a broad subject yeah yeah
1: mate and it is a massively broad subject but she does really well of with explaining it in a way that isn't over complicated yeah and i think her point of if you read most things about gamification they're either written by Massive academics who want to use big, spouty words and and be confusing. Or gamers who just want to see it from a gamer point of view. Yeah. And she's trying to get the masses to understand it. Yeah. Now, you know that I'm a gamer. I know that you're a gamer. But then we have some things we meet on a hundred percent and we absolutely love to bits and then there's other things. That we both
0: do, and we know the other one will go, nah. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I was thinking about it while she was talking because you talked about leaderboards, and it's funny because I'm my nature is very competitive. Like, I like to win things if there's a competition, but I'm rubbish with the leaderboard. If there's a leaderboard, I'm not interested. Yeah and that actually really turns me off from whatever it is if it's a case of right there's a competition to do this go and do your best and then we'll choose wh- whichever one's the best at the end of it will win <coughs> I'll put I'm going to annoy some people here 110% into it <laughs> We know there's a bit of my brain going you can't do 110% <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But then um, there's another example that me and you talked about before we even started recording, yeah. And it was it was your example of waiters and waitresses giving uh, being given a game to win a fifty pound note.
0: Yeah.
1: And I thought that was beautiful. Okay. So if uh, I'm going to explain this badly now, Jesse, all right. So basically, a grid sheet was put up of the people's names down one side and then all of the different dishes they do in that restaurant and each time somebody sold a specific dish they got a tick next to their name under that now can you think about it the example Jesse gave me was a Chinese restaurant that is always selling a certain type of curry and a certain type of rice so they're kind of getting fed up with their stock levels because they're using that loads but not getting rid of uh, what's another example Jesse noodles noodles they're not selling the prawn noodles as much as I'd like to so they've decided if we put this thing up the first person to get a tick next to their name under every different one of the meals that we've decided on wins the 50 pound now I think that's genius because what you've done there is you've motivated your team to be talking about different choices within your business now, take that example and rip it to pieces and change it to your own business and whatever products you're selling and gamify the way you sell. Because I, th- I honestly, mate, that example you gave me before we were filming, I thought that was perfect.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and the person who set that up probably didn't even know it was called gamification. No. They just knew it was a technique for getting the restaurant to sell more of a very list of products. Yep. Yeah. And
1: and website designers, <coughs> you could use that example as well. You know, um, training managers, you could probably use that example as well. I'm honestly having trouble trying to think of a business type that couldn't use that
0: example. People who do training, gamification, to get people to complete the training and do all of it and get the most out of it is massive. That's how certain apps work with learning languages and things. I know Kimber uses one of them as an example, but there are lots of different w- training techniques that use gamification to help people achieve more.
1: And, and this is it, and I know, right, we can easily go on to the, the uh, stock cards, no, stock, uh, reward cards, that's a better des- description. I'm not going to pick on any company's names, but let's say there's a Newton's lemonade stand.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. kids. Nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting sued yet. And every time you buy a glass of lemonade, I give you a tick on your card. And once you've done 10 ticks, you get a free lemonade. Okay. Now, the reality is, if my lemonades are £2.50 a time, you've given me 25 quid, I'm then going to give you a free cup of lemonade that probably costs me 20p. It's genius. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's
1: just genius. Okay. Um, then you move on to the, rather than just the reward for you being a loyal customer, you then move on to the examples that Kimball was talking about where you're building a community that are helping each other further themselves, which helps them and the supplier. Yeah. Now I think that is when you start hitting real gold. Yeah. Maybe even golden nuggets.
0: <laughs> so now you know what gamification is, and you're going to see it everywhere, Paulie mentioned, because while I was on mute, he decided well, to have a little production meeting during In my, my own head. In his own head. Without and, talking to Jesse. <laughs> without talking to me. But luckily I thought it was a good idea, which is why I'm promoting this now.
1: Which is why it hasn't been edited out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Paul said, if you see examples of gamification... Stick it up on social media somewhere. Tag Kimber and tag us. Uh, Kimber's Kimber Digital pretty much everywhere. We're Newton's Nuggets pretty much everywhere. Um, go and give us a tag. And we'll basically stick everybody's name in a hat. And then we'll draw a name out. Um, and what do they get? What do they get? <laughs> I, well, I'm currently holding up a t-shirt, which is good for the three people that watch us on YouTube. Um, but for those yeah. those of you who have been listening for a while, you'll know that we have a Patreon, and the only way to get Newton's Nuggets merch is basically to sign up to our Patreon. And we've got uh, part of that one of the from one of the levels upwards, um, you get a Newton's Nuggets Nuggeteer t shirt. So we will send a t shirt to whoever. Are we doing it to the person who we're doing a draw out of a hat?
1: yeah so I will accept any form of gamification so, if you take a photo of a nuggets lemonade stand reward card <laughs> okay,
0: uh-huh.
1: that works if you other beverages
0: have, are available on reward cards
1: uh, do other people use reward cards? yeah, I'm shocked okay, that was good um. If you know of an app of any kind that builds community and builds builds want and builds d- levels of you can go up to this, this and this and then you're a super dehuman human fitness level. Super dehuman. Uh, yeah, that's a technical
0: term. I know We did not discuss that in production. You're, you're <laughs> you're,
1: but anything that you see that you believe is gamification around a business at all, tag us. Tag yeah. us, tag Kimba. Anyone who has those two tags in their social post, they get in the draw. Um, Do you know what? I like this one. I might get Mrs. Pauly to join in because we haven't got enough Nuggets t-shirts in our house.
0: Yeah, I did laugh when you turned up at our house the other day and you came in different colours but matching hoodies with my face on it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, so, there's, so I had a hoodie, my wife had a hoodie, then we looked over at another one of our friends and they had a T-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, the, the, the branding's getting a bit much now. <laughs> so please, take the T-shirts.
0: Yeah, please take them off. I've got a, a drawer full of merch I'd rather not have. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to work on the marketing, Jesse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you don't like that. I... It, it's
1: it's not my favouritist.
0: <laughs> the person who gets rid empties my drawer the most will get a free cuddle. There we go. Gamification. <laughs>
1: Gamification. <laughs> um, and do you know what? They might even win Nuggetier of the week as well.
0: Ooh. 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 That means Ooh. badges are involved.
1: Does. Does. Right, are we done for today, Jesse? Yes. Awesome. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here. In in our mad worlds at the moment, it's almost become Newton's Nuggets is our solid rock that we know where we're at with it. Because um, me and Jesse have been through some weird times the last few months. And, and you lot, giving us feedback, giving us hope, giving us a reason to do this weird little show that we're involved in it just makes a world of difference to both of us right now ladies and gents it's goodbye from me
0: and it's goodbye from him
1: see you next week bye bye Bye.